The seeds are sown, but the UK's tomato harvest is yet to bear fruit. It's me, Grandine. I've got your tomatoes here. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the bus! Hello, and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures. Please take that out of my ass. I want you on the bed now. With me, Dino, and joined with me as always is my hetero life mate, Keverini Beanie. How's it hanging, me old sausage? Beautiful, my little muffin. Beautiful. <laughs> lovely stuff. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And another lovely. lovely. Yeah. And With uh, a double helping of lovely. Oh, nice big whipped up lovely. Stephen Five and the Damn. Damn, damn, double, damn. damn, damn. With a double helping of damn. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy <laughs> coward <laughs> weasels. With our amen. Brave, Brave heroes. Valiant men. Stout heroes. <laughs> Um, yeah, what have you been up to? Anything? Anything to report? Anything to report? Report. Uh, not much. I watched, I've watched a, a couple of interesting films over the last week. Um, one was Shyamalan's new film, That Knock at the Cabin. Oh, yeah, it was Spud Ed. We're old Spud Ed, yeah, Dave Batista. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, worth, it's worth checking out. Yeah. I felt it just felt a bit flat at the end, which was a shame. But I won't say anything more than that. But no, I w- I it's based it. on a book called um, "Cabin at the End of the World," which I'd really like to read. Yeah. Um, oh, don't you find that quite often his films end a bit flat? Maybe. Maybe I think because he's at one point he was that sort of maestro of creating like twisty, turny movies, wasn't he? Yeah. And I, I'm not going to say anything more about this nah. film because I know you're going to watch he, it. Um, wasn't it old, the one he did before? See, I really liked that one, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't that keen on that one. I liked The Village. Yeah. The one, Signs is one of my, my favourite films. The one with the wind? No, that's The Happening. Oh, shit. It's supposed to be, like, is it like Mother... Like Mother Mark Wahlberg. Mark, Wal- Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg's doing Mark Wahlberg. Well, Warburton's. Mark Warburton's. Yeah. It was, it was alright. It was alright. Um, but the, another one I watched the other day, which was really intriguing, was a film called Infinity Pool. I came across it. It had... Um, oh, I've seen that on my thing. Is it any good? It is good. But a little bit for me, it was the same as Knock at the Cabin. For me, it felt a bit... It fell, it fell a bit flat at the end. Yeah. Because it's Mia Goff, Alexander Skarsgård, and it's directed by Brandon Cronenberg, son of David Cronenberg. Yeah. And it is very Cronenberg-esque. Oh, I'll have to give it a go then. But I, it's one of those films I really I really admire because it's so like, unconventional. Yeah. Or non-conventional. Um, it's not a typical Hollywood blockbuster movie. It's it's so sort of artistic and plays yeah. with like, ver- you know, various dynamics and stuff. And it, and it goes to places where most mainstream films wouldn't dare to go. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, that was that was really interesting. It, it it kind of reminded me of. Did you ever see a cure for wellness? No. Dame DeHaan. That was was that Mia Goff as well. I think it was Mia Goff. Um, yeah, that kind of it's it's, it's an yeah. eerie movie. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's I suppose all I've got to really report this week. Yeah, I've not really watched anything new, but I you know I've been going through Tarantino's backlog. Mm-hmm. Um. Reservoir Dogs is is brilliant as a as a break for you 
mm. movie, the dialogue in it, I mean, and it holds you because it basically is just a dialogue-based film in one sort of warehouse room. Because even the, the opening scene is, is it 15 minutes and it's just them around having dinner? Yeah. Around the table, isn't it? It's just 15 minutes of them just talking. But yeah, it is. But you're, yeah. you're being introduced to, to all their different characters it's, yeah, but and it's their just, motives. The whole thing's set up in, in a conversation. But in a it's pure Tarantino because he's bringing in pop culture references into a bizarre world of criminals, obviously, that are planning mm. a jewellery heist. But then you've got Tarantino, who's actually Mr. Brown, sat there. And he's talking about um, Like a Virgin by Madonna. Yeah. And they're trying to work out. And he's saying, no, it's not about a virgin who's just found someone. It's about someone who ain't a virgin. And then she finds this guy, John Holmes, motherfucker. <laughs> and he fucks her. <laughs> and it feels like the first time. Hence, Like a Virgin. <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, I love that sort of. A shit. And then there's another conversation when they're in the car. It's a flashback, and um, nice guy Eddie, Sean Penn, mm-hmm. is driving. No, it's not Sean Chris Penn. Penn Chris sorry. Penn, sorry. Yeah. It's his brother, yeah. And then they're talking about um, Pam Greer in an old cop film. Which he'd end up casting in Jackie Brown a little bit later. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and obviously, Madison's fucking. But they're saying what he did, and you can believe that he did go mental when they start shooting people, but he doesn't really show that Mm. until, obviously, he lobs the geezer's ear off. Which, at that time, 92, that was a massive, massive thing for that to be in the film, and it, it cuts away. Yeah, you, you don't. The pun. You don't re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you actually really see it though. But I, no, you at don't. the time, it just it became a talking piece of the movie though, didn't it? And it's that's that's the film where that guy's ear gets cut off. Yeah, and it kind of the rest of it kind of got skimmed over, unfortunately. But you but know. It, it got it got it got banned, didn't it? Yeah. For a while, it wouldn't couldn't get a, a video release. Mm. On remember, I saw it on a bootleg. Because someone had recorded it off the telly in Spain. <laughs> was it all in Spanish? No, it was oh, uh, well, in English. I'd be better if it was. <laughs> yeah, I would have sat through that, wouldn't I? Es cabrón le da para de Mr. Brown. Señor Brown. Señor Brown. Señor White. I'll tell you what I did watch, actually, the other day. It's it's been shit. Three, three, three movies I haven't seen. and One was a film called Nighthawks. Yeah. It's got Rutger Hauer and Stallone in it. It's from 78. Yeah. Have you ever seen it? It rings a bell. The the name rings a bell, but I can't remember. It's a, it's a film that we would, you yeah. know, we would probably choose to do for the podcast. Yeah, and it's and that was really good. Um, I won't say any more, but because worth watching. But it's it's just true sort of late seventy, early eighties um, kind of uh, gritty cops and yeah. robbers kind of like movie. So um, where uh, Stallone's a detective and or the copper and Rutger Carras like the international. Um, Oh, terrorist I and visited that because I probably have seen it. Billy D. Williams is uh, still oh. to partner missing the cape though, isn't he? Billy Dean Williams, baby. Yeah. I just one more thing on the Reservoir Dogs thing. It just reminded me as well of um, in the early nineties. Um, 
Newman and Badil. So David Badil and Rob Newman, they had their own little sketch. They only had one series. But they do a scene which is supposed to be based on Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. So he's given out the names. You, you're Mr. Orange. You, you're Mr. Purple. And you, you're Mr. Wobbly Tickle. <laughs> and it's like a Mr. Man character with the great big arms like that. Why do I have to be Mr. Wobbly Tickle? <laughs> he went crazy in there. Wobbly D, wobbly do. <laughs> What's this wobbly D, wobbly fucking do crap? <laughs> oh, classic. But it's probably become his most, re- I mean, dare I say it, but like referenced film. Like, I mean, in terms of like pop culture, like, like where other shows or films have kind of paid homage to it, or like you say, they've kind of used it in, in their yeah. little skits and stuff. Um, the only other one I can think of is, is the Simpsons with the old I've got donuts, I've got donuts. <laughs> hey, I know you. Hey, I know you. But there's an I don't know what film it is, but there's another film where he has a where Tarantino's playing a character in it and they're having a conversation about Top Gun. Mm. And he says it's um a a, a gay film mm. because he says at the end of it he says to Iceman, you can you can ride my tail anytime. But I don't even think he says that. But I'm mm. sure he's making out that that's what he says. Well, in one of his movies, one of the characters in one of his movies. It's not one of Tarantino's movies, it's just a different film that he just appears in oh. where he's talking pop culture like oh, that. Oh, I got you, okay. So it's similar to Kevin Smith around the same sort of time when you had a lot of the. In Clerks, there's a lot of references to films, like especially with. Especially Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, with with um, Randall, yeah, when he does the thing in of Jaws when he's got dipping the uh, Dorito into the sauce. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's supposed Man to be goes shark in the cage. Cage <laughs> goes in the water. <laughs> Sharks in the water. Oh, shark. <laughs> salsa. That's it. And salsa. goes in the cage. Cage goes in the salsa. Because <laughs> he's doing the chip like a fin, isn't like he? A fin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you've got Jedi. He references with the fact of the first in A New Hope, they blow up the Death Star, and good versus evil, evil con evil conquers. But what they're saying is in the th- third one, it's still under construction, so there would have been a lot of innocent construction workers. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know if a stormtrooper now to plumb in a toilet. It's just, like, it's just All loads of subcontractors and yeah. stuff like that. And then that bloke comes in. Baby face bambino. <laughs> he knew the risks. <laughs> now. What shall we talk about? Happy Gilmore. Lovely. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old. You can't just take her stuff. She's. Too old. Lovely. So, we, uh, we're we doing our Happy Madison March a continuation. Um, I, mean, I mean, this time we're doing the 1996 classic Happy Gilmore with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that's his first film. It's not. It's, it's a lie. Not. It's a lie, I tell you. It's a lie. I think he did Billy Madison first. Yeah, he did But that. before that, he did a really low-budget film, which he starred in, called uh, Going Overboard. Where he plays oh, yeah. like a a um, staff on a on a 
cruise ship, but it's a bit shite. <laughs> <laughs> This is the one that broke him, wasn't it? This one pretty much made him that household name. Yeah, because it's so it's so good. It's so obviously it's a sporting film because Happy Gilmore is a wannabe ice hockey player, desperately wants to play hockey but can't skate. Yeah. Um Well he's he's a crap skater and he yeah. he's, he's crap at the game, but by God can he hit that puck. Yeah, he can hit the puck so hard that it goes flying. So when he gets the opportunity someone says to him on a bet about knocking a ball as far as he can he smacks it and it goes for bloody miles doesn't it he's like 400 yards yeah so the, the premise of the film is really simple isn't it it's yeah. uh his 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 grandma who's raised him yeah, her cause... house is up for um um well she hasn't paid her taxes she hasn't paid her taxes so it's thing. been it's been taken by the government and they're going to auction it off. Sir, um, could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of... Shut the hell up! Now you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. That's uh, so what they've got to raise a certain amount of money to save the house. It's $275,000. Yeah. And because he wins that little... Like twenty buck bet, yeah. But hitting the ball as far as he can to get the the movers back to work who are moving our stuff out. Yeah. They say, "Oh, you could make some money out of this." Yeah. And then that's it. He goes down to the old shooting range and he's he's out. The old is his choking him. Try and beat the old ball whacker guy, the bill whacker guy. Yeah. Hey, you should play the Waterbury Open tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll see you guys there. And he knows nothing about nothing about um. Golf whatsoever, does he? But the thing is, the funny thing is, obviously, it made me chuckle. Is that he hits the ball so hard and it goes flying and it smashes the window in that house, right? Yeah, he bets him again, he bets him again to do it. He said, Well, beginner's luck does it again. There's a woman sticking around. No, 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 there's a guy on the porch, the guy on the porch hits first because <laughs> he, he comes out, doesn't he? Yeah. What's going on? He gets smacked on the head and then he does it again. And there's a woman like looking out the top window. window. She gets a clump on the head with a golf ball and falls out and <laughs> rolls down the <laughs> thing onto the bloke. But uh, yeah, it's great. But it has a really good um, intro. Um, there's a really good like a uh, little bit of music throughout the film, which is re- just really cool. It's um, it's Leonard Skinner. Tuesday's gone. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Ah. And um, it's just kind of giving an insight of like who who he is, isn't it? Um, and all these different. There's one bit we saw. I can't talk. It's um, it's it's showing all these different jobs he's got because he can't really hold down the job or anything, and he's yeah. doing like different shooting things in different places. And then there's the uh, one where he shoots Jaws from Moonraker with the nail yeah, gun. The nail gun. But the other jobs that he's doing at first, they all involve like a petrol pump attendant. So it, it's kind of an old eight mil film supposed to be filming, and he uses the uh, nozzle as a cock. I see, it's like he's shagging or something. <laughs> yeah. Then he's a janitor, gets the old mop, and uses that as a cock. It's the security guard was the best one because he, <laughs> he puts, puts the button in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's a plumber, and he's just got his ass fully out. But that's what it is. And then he's like working construction, and that's when he fires the the nail gun into that guy's head. But he's like you say, he's 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 so desperate to be a hockey player, yeah. Because his old man was like banging into hockey and that, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, that he has the tryouts at the beginning, 
and you're just kind of getting the narration from the two like scouts, aren't you? Like yeah. the two coaches and stuff, and they're like, he can't skate for shit, but by God, can he, he hit, hit that, that puck? Up. But um, then also, as a, a thing as well, they kind of explain the fact, and he says, I've got he's got a very short temper where he gets really angry. Yeah. And then, but it's very quick to apologise and wake up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the need to smack this guy in the head a few times. What is it? It's children's what, with party. Rubber, yeah, a little plastic <laughs> yeah. hammer. Yeah. But, um, Bakes yeah, that's him a cake, don't need to say thank you. That's kind of at the beginning. Sorry. <laughs> it's kind of at the beginning as well, though. When he, he come, he's coming back from obviously losing the hockey tryouts, and his missus, his girlfriend's leaving. <laughs> when are you coming back? Never. Can we <laughs> talk about this? No. <laughs> well, the hell with you then? <laughs> no. Baby, get out of here. I'm, so, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> and then he starts. Come up here and we have the smoochy smoochy. Was it? She said, yeah. the oh. thing is, you, you want to be a hockey player. There's one thing. You're just no good at it. And he's like, that's right. Get out of here, baby. I see you come home with those stick figures and they're rubbish. Get out of here. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't mean that. <laughs> and then he sings, doesn't he, down to the intercom. Yeah. And then the, <laughs> the old Asian lady. <laughs> and then of course it cuts to going upstairs and he thinks his girlfriend's come back but it's the old Asian lady from with her shopping bag <laughs> I wanna kiss you all over <laughs> and then it cuts to the scene of him waking up the next day because he's got to go around his grandma's and it's just a little Asian lady still there wearing his hockey shirt you, you want, want breakfast <laughs> Also, that um, one bit that really gets me at the beginning is when he doesn't get drafted for that for that team. Mm. <laughs> he says, "Oh, coach, you've got to say my you've, name. You've got to say my name." He's like, "Oh, Gilmore, couldn't we call you? Did we? No, sir, you didn't. No. A bit of better luck next time." And they laugh at him. <laughs> he just grabs. He's like, "That's not very nice." And just beats the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> so he's at the driving range, smacking the ball. The ball whacker guy and uh, Carl Weathers is there as Chubbs, who's an old ex pro. Old Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed, yeah. Action Jackson. Mm. And uh, what's his name from Predator? Yep. <laughs> Funny enough, he, Dylan. Lo- he loses his arm in that, but he, in this one, he's lost his hand, which is why he can't play golf anymore because it was bitten off by an alligator. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's got a really, really crap. Wooden hand. It's just a mannequin hand, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried. I thought because obviously he sees something there, and he tries to get Abby Gilmore to uh, do a golfing thing, and he's like, "Nah, it's golfing's for idiots." He's trying. He's knocking. Uh, cans in the car park with uh, a hockey, hockey stick, stick. Yeah. and he whacks his hand off into the road don't worry <laughs> don't worry about that it's made of sturdy wood and then that truck goes us crushes it <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to glue it and then throughout the film every so often he goes to shake his hand and crushes it all Ooh. it's just that running joke isn't it it just keeps getting smashed up yeah yeah so um, yeah so basically he gets him to do a golf tournament and the winner Gets to play on the professional open. Yeah, because he sees he sees the potential in them, doesn't he? Because because he can drive the ball. Yeah. Four hundred four hundred fifty yards plus. It's like the longest drive he's ever seen. Yeah. But what he doesn't know at that time is that's the only thing yeah, that he can, can do. do. He can't putt. 
So he has to coach him into, yeah, putting and... and then Although he still wins the tryout thing to get onto the op- the Open, the professional Open. Yeah, because that's the one where he's got his caddy and the kid comes along yeah. and takes his bag. He's like, what the hell are you I'm doing? Dipshit. But yeah, so he just pushes him over. <laughs> yeah. The guy goes flying, doesn't he? Yeah. Looks like a young Tintin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just uh, you know, uh, these, are, these are antique clubs. Don't worry, I'll, I'll carry these. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Uh, just stand over there, make, make sure, sure I don't do anything stupid. stupid. Excuse me, Mr. Gilmore, could you move out the way? This guy wants to play his stroke. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where the hell were you on that one, dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the over it's the overlong stare at him. Look, he yes, just stares is. at him for like long enough. <laughs> He's thinking stuff now. And uh, obviously the one of the best characters in it is is uh, Shooter McGavin. Yes. Who uh, is a professional golfer in it and been but, waiting years to win this open so he can get his gold jacket so he can be uh, in the gold jacket club with all his other mates oh Christopher yeah. McDonald because yeah. he's got his own little like a uh, like shooter yeah. shooter hands isn't he yeah. but um, he's such a bell end he's like a bell end isn't he he thinks he's all that doesn't he he and does the, yeah because yeah. the woman who's doing the promotion woman who obviously Gilmore ends up with Julie, Julie Bowen though isn't it Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. Yeah? It's Julie, Julie, Bo- uh, Julie Bowen um, from... Um, um, my mind's gone blank. What's that really popular... I did start watching the first couple of seasons. It's like a really... Uh, what's this? She's from like TV. A, like a fam- she... Modern Family, it was. That's it. She was uh, from Modern Family. I never watched that. I know the only time I've seen her again is in... Um, the Halloween film that Sandler did on Netflix. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. Hoobie. Hoobie? Hoobie, yeah. You won't like it. No? <laughs> Is it one of those kind of Sandler films that I, would, I just wouldn't like? It's them? one of the ones where he puts a really stupid voice on throughout the whole film. Oh, right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he says to her, doesn't he? She's kind of talking, she's promoting everything, and he's just kind of like, hey, why don't you go and get me a Pepsi? <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing, just really sort of immoralising her. Yeah, demoralising. Quite her, condescending as well, yeah. isn't it? Because she's like, oh well, you know, she's publicity, publicist, publicist, yeah. whatever it is, and she can help spin a good story and stuff. And he's just like, no, nope. you're and a woman, get me a coke. Yeah, and then he uh, he says the same joke at the film about he was in the sand so long. I thought he was David Hasselhoff. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I heard it the first time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's funny, his interactions with, with Sander in the film, obviously, because Adam Sander's like a, sort of a, a working class sports person who wants to be a sports hero, like hockey or football or whatever, and golf's very much a sort of, maybe a middle class, upper middle class type thing, and it's complete silence when someone's taking their putt and what have you. But he wants everyone to start. Get rowdy. Get rowdy. Yeah. And you've got people trying to do beer bongs. and Son of a bitch, Paul. Why didn't you just go home? That's your home. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. Suck my white ass, Paul. Writing his name on their bellies. And it's really pissing <laughs> Shoot McGavin off. <laughs> God damn it, this is golf! Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he believes it's his time, isn't it? Because he's, you know... To, he's to paid win, his dues. <laughs> pays his dues, yeah. Because to, to win the tournament is to win the, the gold jacket. Yeah. Um, there's even that little scene, isn't there, where he's 
shoot McGavins with his his homies and uh, yeah they've had, all got one they've yeah. all got one and Adam Sandler's like where's yours and he's like haha very funny yeah I have mine in what six months guys <laughs> <Is> it, <yeah. laughs> so there's a there becomes this real rivalry isn't it because he's, he's threatened by the he's, popularity he's getting exactly yeah and the fact that he's an amateur mm. you know the funny thing is as as he as Gilmore says the funny thing is is you've been playing golf all your life <laughs> yeah so he's for, for shooter McGavin it is he it's his time to win the gold jacket he feels threatened that Gilmore's come into it oh, and he's playing it for like five minutes but yeah. it's naturally good at it and brings this wave of like um you know appreciation and, and fans yeah. and fanboys and, and stuff it's like bringing that. money into the game and, yeah. and stuff but obviously but he's doing it for his nan whereas Mc, shoot McGavin's doing it for himself isn't yeah, he yeah but um, yeah, there's that scene in the um, in the bar when he's trying to get him just to leave the tour and he's trying to <laughs> he's talking sort of down to hey I know what you're doing so I think you should stop yeah I, I don't like it <laughs> yeah Okay, well, let's go for it now. And he smashes that ball. Yeah? <laughs> Not here. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> but he's a real weasel, though. That's, yeah. that's what I love about him. Cause, but, yeah, because... <laughs> at any one time, he gives it all the large. Yeah. But he's so quick to sort of get out there, isn't yeah. he? Like, the bit where the ball... Later on, and the ball yeah. lands on Jaws's foot. Yeah. And he has to play it where it lands. Golf rules. Yeah. And uh, he says, whoa, like, oh... You know, I can't believe I got out of that. He's like, uh, um, something about counting, isn't it? And he, he says to George, oh, that's great. You can count. count on <laughs> you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. And he's like, oh. yeah, but The first time he encounters him as well, as the first time Shane McGavin encounters George is when he says, are you going to hit the uh, the green from here? Mm. That's it's impossible. impossible. Yeah. I beg to differ. <laughs> Mr. Happy Gilmore <laughs> achieved that feat. Only oh, an hour ago. <laughs> Listen, my ma ma ma. Because <laughs> he looks at how big he is. Ma ma ma. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally just whacks the ball and runs away. Yeah. Yeah. Any opportunity, so he gives it a large, and he just runs. Yeah. So he's, he's yeah. still got the the thing is the jaws. Who was obviously on the construction site when he fired him in the head with the nail. He's still got in his head. I, saw, yeah. <laughs> I guess you can barely notice it, really. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also <coughs> I mean, there's so many so many great characters in this, and one of them is it's a very small part is Ben Stiller. That yeah. When his nan moves into the uh, home, the home. This is before Ben Stiller broke, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's got the old handlebar tash and stuff, but he. Uh, he, he's all about keeping up appearances, isn't it? Because in front of Happy Gilmore, he's all really happy and delightful. He's nice sweet. Thing, he's yeah. a lovely. As soon as like anyone, like the doors close, he's just bloody horrible, isn't yeah. it? Could oh, I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? You can trouble me for a glass and shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> you will you, go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> You're a malwell, Grandma. <laughs> oh dear. Check out the name badge. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That one goes up. Oh, my fingers hurt. Yeah. You think? Well, now your fast gonna hurt too, because <laughs> you've just poured landscaping, Julie. <laughs> Yes, because he's got them making well, quilts so that he can make money off it. It's like a sweatshop. It's it? like a sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> but they, that's the thing. Part of the thing that I have a problem with, the only thing I have a problem with the film is he doesn't get his comeuppance. You don't see him get his comeuppance. No, you don't actually, no. And I thought it'd be quite good if you saw Gilmore sort of... <laughs> I think he's one of those characters he just kind of falls off the radar a little bit and you... Yeah. You, you, you f- you forget about him until I don't know after the movie and you yeah and you talk about it. I mean I know it's a, a film I don't think you you would like but in 
in Blade Runner 2049, on, on the poster, Jared Leto is very prominent in it, yeah. and, he, and he's in it for, for a certain amount of time, but he is one of those characters that suddenly he's not in it, and then you're just wrapped up in the story. Yeah. It's not until the end, you're like, when his name comes up, you're like, oh, well, yeah, he was it. Yeah, he was in it. What happened to him then? Yeah. Oh, he, he had a set, didn't he? He had to go off and sing some songs. Yeah. But um, but yeah, Ben Stiller is, is, is great in just those few little scenes. <coughs> he is really good, yeah. You, another great character you've got is the, is the heckler out in the course. Oh, Shoot yeah. McGavin, please. Who's his name, Bob? Is it? is it Bob? I can't remember. He's, I can't remember what his Bob, name is. Yeah. Um, he pays him, doesn't he, to put yeah. off. Jackass, but this is Jack the best. Ass. The one of the good things is because they do the celebrity where they get paired up with a celebrity to play golf, and he gets Bob Barker from The Price is Right, doesn't he? That's right, yeah. <laughs> if he gets it wrong to start with, though, doesn't he? he let's make a deal. With That's him. it, yeah. <laughs> that was The Price is Right. Never mind, happy it happens. But <laughs> <laughs> let's play some golf. <laughs> but the guy keeps trying to put him off. Jackass, and <laughs> he keeps missing. <laughs> God, I thought you were good. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. The club went further than the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just kicked and then in the end, instead of punching the guy in the um The Heckler. The Heckler, which was what Shoot McGavin wanted, he has a fight with Bob Barker. <laughs> you know what I'm fed up with? <laughs> it's the goddamn ball. Right, that's it, Bob. <laughs> you want a piece of this, Bob? <laughs> no, I want the whole thing. <laughs> and they have a big fight, don't they? <laughs> to the point where they end up rolling down the hill. Yeah. He knocks Bob Barker out, Ed butts him. Well, you think he's yeah. knocked out. And then suddenly he comes back, chokes him. But it's just like the old, when he gets to his feet, it's the old style of boxing where he's just like really rigidly jabbing yeah. Adam Sandley. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh. And then he sort of smacks him to the floor. He's like, I think you've had enough. And he sort of gets back up, oh, no. kicks him in the face. <laughs> you're better, you're better. <laughs> no, you've had enough, bitch. Remember, that's because Sand had fallen on top of him, punched him. The price is wrong, mm. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now you've had enough, bitch. And obviously, he gets in trouble for that, and McGavin thinks he's going to get kicked off the tour for it, but basically, he gets a fine. Yeah, and yeah. he's not allowed to play for a month. No. <laughs> and um, obviously he lets the cat out of the bag at that point that he's only doing it to try and get his grandmother's house back. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And within that sort of time period, they, the auction's happening, so they go there thinking that they're just going to get the house back. Well, he thinks they're going to get it back cheaper. Well, Don't because, work out. No, because he also is trying to think of how he can make more money, and obviously the uh, pub, uh, promoter... Gets him the gig at Subway, which is another fucking hilarious thing. He does the advert, he power blasts the Subway off the tee, and it just goes in that bloke's mouth who's standing with his mouth open next to a tree. Whoa. Talk, Talk about, about a hole in one. one. <laughs> so they go to get it, and he thinks he's going to get it cheaper, but it doesn't. It goes up higher and higher and higher. And then, of course, what happens? Bloody Shoot McGavin has bought the house just to spite him. And he kind of like, but then he's got leveraging because he can just say, "Well, I'll give you the house if you fuck off and don't do the tournament." <laughs> and he's like, "All right." And then the woman goes, "No, don't do that." Get the bound and beat the, him on the course. The best line is is the, is there, and he goes, "Yeah, we'll beat you on the course." He goes, "Oh yeah, I eat pieces of shit for you for breakfast." You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so childish. 
I eat piece of shit like you for breakfast. You but, eat piece of shit for breakfast? But he has, he, he has no. a number of those moments, don't he? And there's always that other like older guy who seems to be hanging around because he says, yeah, yeah, like Grizzly Adams had a beard. Yeah. Grizzly <laughs> Adams did have a beard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but also, like, during this time, he's he's kind of trying to woo Judy Bowen, isn't he? Yeah. And there's, um, <laughs> there's that really funny line where he just... Randomly says to her, he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. She fell off a cliff, you know. <laughs> died she died on, on impact. impact. <laughs> but and then he gets to get take her um, ice skating, doesn't he? Yeah, that's another funny thing. Is the guy because there's a guy on one of those big drive around machines who's, who's making sure the ice is all nice and flat and everything. And he asks him if he can have the ice is nice. Yeah, <laughs> but then they're doing endless love, <laughs> and it pulled the camera pulls back and they hit the guy sitting there miming to it. <laughs> <laughs> Even like the female parts as well. My love, my love. <laughs> That's great. Also, what we've forgotten about here as well is <clears throat> obviously um, Jaws' t shirt. People don't kill, guns don't kill people. I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Chubbs is out of the picture for a while, but then he has to go back to him to help him sort his short game out after he's going to be seriously trying to beat Shooter McGavin. So they go to that. Yes, because he crazy he, golf. Because Gilmore feels he can just do it without him, kind of thing. Doesn't yeah. he? he doesn't need all this coaching. Well, but he, first of all, he says you can't do it because you need to train and all that. And he says, "No, nah, no, nah, I just need to go and make the money." Spoken like a true asshole. It's like he, it like he just can properly wing it. Spoken like a true asshole. But um, <clears throat> yeah, he kind of gets him on board. They do the crazy golfing, and then first of all. He starts coughing, doesn't he? Because he keeps missing all the clown. Oh, the clown, yeah, it keeps yeah. Because it's a thing where you've knocked the ball in and it comes back out and it laughs. But it's blatantly Adam Sandler's done the voiceover the voice for, the yeah. for the laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, you're going to die, clown! <laughs> and he smacks his nose off. But that guy's there as well. <laughs> it's just reaction shot guy. Yeah. <laughs> he loves his... His club out of the thing into the car park as well. <laughs> but um, then what he does is he, he finds the alligator that's bitten Chubbs' hand off because Chubbs, like, earlier on, has said, I pulled his eye out. That's So right, when yeah. they're in Florida, he finds the alligator that's got one eye. Beats the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Headbutts it, nuts it out, doesn't he? Yeah, and when they're in, um, in Chubbs' apartment, he goes, I've got a present for you. <laughs> what is it? Just so happens to be standing out next to a big open window. Do you know that alligator that took your hand? Well, I took his head. <laughs> falls out the window, dead. But it's so quick, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like the, it doesn't. It's not prolonged or anything. It just quickly cuts. There it yes. is. It's and like then it's the funeral. It's a funeral. And then that's it. <laughs> that's it. <It's> dead. <laughs> and then it's shit. We're going. Well done. Just killed a national treasure. <laughs> I'm dedicating my game. To uh, in memory of Chubbs. No way, up. Because Chubbs gives him that um, that unique. It's basically like a hockey stick slash putter yeah. thing, isn't it? Which I'm pretty sure would probably not be regulation, so we wouldn't be allowed to use no. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, nor is a tie. He turns up just wearing like checkered shirts and shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But if I wore pants like that, I'd have to kick my own ass. <laughs> so then he has like the last tournament where. At this it's, point, in the league, they're kind of ne- is it they're neck and neck, or they, he's just behind shooter um, to get the big prize money, and they have to play this the, the, the final. Yeah, he, he's um, 
And Shooter gets the guy to come in. He's the heckler, sh- I mean. Shooter, Shooter McGavin has... Well, first of all, he gets the heckler guy to come in in that Volkswagen and he kind <laughs> of knocks Happy Gilmore up in the air. And on the floor and the couch and he goes, you all right? Volkswagen! <laughs> <laughs> then he crashes into the tower. It blows up. He gets yeah. out. He's got his arm on fire, isn't he? Yeah. Of course, at that point, he's lost the ability to do the power swing. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's lost the ability to do the power swing. And um, <laughs> and then he starts going into a dark, dark place where he keeps fucking up again like he did at the beginning. So he has to go to his happy, happy place, place, which is what Chubbs has trained him to do, isn't it? Kind yeah. of like a mindful meditation. Yeah. Think about all the things that make you happy and it will clear out all the negativity. This is Nan in the Gene Simmons mask. And That's it, yeah. What's her name in white? lying on the bed with two pitchers of beer but then he imagines it's all black and it? they were wearing black and then Shoot McGavin comes and starts copping off with her <laughs> well he's got yeah he's got the yeah the, the good version isn't it where yeah. it's, it's it's that minor shooter and then <laughs> there's, a dwarf. there's the dwarf <laughs> just like on a like a wooden horse just popping <laughs> yeah, around for no reason and then uh, and that seems to help him for I think like a couple of games but in the last tournament he has it and it just gets poisoned because in comes Shooter McGavin at every opportunity and he's copping off the Judy Bowen <laughs> then he come and then his nan's like playing like a fruit machine no 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 um, what's it called yeah like a fruit one machine one arm bandit yeah. one arm bandit yeah by, by the little lake she wins and then Shooter McGavin comes in he cops off with her as well <laughs> and by that point his happy place has turned into a dark place ah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just starts whacking the floor. But his nan turns up, his grandmother turns up, doesn't she, and calms him down. And we move on, obviously. He's doing much better. Goes to his proper happy place. But what happens then is you get towards the end and all the spectators are climbed up on this rig that the Volkswagen had gone into. But <coughs> what they... what they Because um, Shooting McGavin's finished, right? And basically... Um, if if Happy Gilmore gets the pot in two hits, he's levelled. If he gets it, it's he's won. Yeah, go round it. We'll go to pat the ball. We'll go so to yeah, and that, so after Shit McGavin's done his bit, the thing collapses in front of everything conveniently. Conveniently, and obviously the she the publicist says we'll just hold it there, get it cleared out of the way, come back tomorrow. And shoot me out. Oh no, I had to hit my ball off Bigfoot's foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have to do it. So he's got to do it. And they said, just go round it, get the part, and we'll go to sudden death because it's level. Yeah. No, I think I'm just going to do it right now. So no, no so I'm going to kick his ass now. <laughs> so he does the um, crazy golf thing. Trick shot thing, Trick doesn't shot. he? Goes in the pot, winner. Done. Yeah, get the house back. Everyone lives happily ever after. But, but just before that point, hmm. as he wins, the geezer comes out, doesn't he? Like the the golf like president comes out with, with Gilmore's gold jacket. Oh yeah, <laughs> so he steals it, runs off down the hill in slow motion. The crowd chase after him, including Jaws, and we can hear him going, "I'll get you, shooter!" Yeah. I and mean, as he goes off screen, they obviously get hold of him and they just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> I believe that's Mr. Gilmore's jacket. <laughs> It's a great, it's a great film, great sound film. Also, with just a just a quick mention, we didn't mention the his caddy in the main one, which is obviously the guy who was as a bum that tries to. Clean Alan Covert, isn't it? Yeah. He's in all of his all films. Of his films yeah. His mate, 
in all of his films. Yeah, because he's just um, he's a homeless guy at one of the tournaments, isn't he? Yeah. And he gives him a couple of bucks, and then the, he needs the his own caddy. Yeah, and the organisers brush him off, and then. Yeah, he needs his own cuddy. He goes and finds him, but yeah. <laughs> that guy puts that quarter down to just so he can take his ball away. He just goes and picks it up. <laughs> and the next time he does it, he puts a biscuit down. <laughs> and then he's washing his pants in the ball washer. That's it, yeah. <laughs> and then he has a bath in the pond. Yeah. But yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Excellent, excellent. I found some funny facts, though. Funny facts? Funny facts. Oh, Bruce Campbell auditioned for the role of Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine Bruce Campbell in that? That's mad, isn't it? And that the film was re- rewritten by Judd Apatow. Was it? Yeah, and didn't get a, get a credit and was the very first winner of the MTV Movie Award for Best Fight. What was Bob Barker? Yeah. <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah, Judd, Judd Apatow wrote quite a lot with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Because, um, obviously, they, they're in quite a lot of each other's things early on because Judd Apatow did that TV show Freaks and Geeks have you seen that yeah I watched I think I watched about three quarters was it like one season yeah yeah I watched cancelled. about three yeah about three quarters of it I think it was on Amazon at some point and then it came off Amazon and I never yeah. got around to watching the rest of it because they, they were all in it weren't they like yeah. that whole like that pack were all yeah. in it but, um, but yeah I, I love I, I love Happy Gilmore you know it's one of those films like we've kind of grown up with and we've we've always had a high um, appreciation for it I think I hadn't seen it for a few years, and then going back and watching it with, you know, through this lens now, it's just, you know, it's just a really sweet film, yeah. you know, and he's he's really good in it, and it's ridiculously funny, but it just it's, it has a really nice sentiment. It's like a really nice idea that you know he's, he's so selfless. He's doing <laughs> it for his grandma. It's just got pure love yeah. there. It's really it's a really nice story. Yeah, it's 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 an easy film as well. It's, it's an hour and a half. And it doesn't feel like an hour and a half. No, it doesn't. And it's just, it's just great. It's really good. Check it out, motherfuckers! We recommend it. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Where can they find us, Kev? They can find us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you've got any questions or concerns, concerns, we don't want to hear them. Maybe we do. Don't know, but any kind of recommendations, send an email over to podcodgervultures at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and share, people. And until next time, catch you on the flippity flop! Gilly Bailing! Is that it? Did you do anything else? No, there's no more. Right then, we'll fuck off. This is great banter. It really is.